Destiny. And welcome to Your, Your Faves Would Never. Never. This is episode one. We're doing a real episode this time. Oh, it's the first. How prepared do you feel? Uh, minimally. On but a scale to one to ten, give me a number. One being like, no. And one being like, you are like ready to get up and leave. And ten being like, you've got this all like transcribed already. Three. Okay. <laughs> we can work with a three. Three's what about fine. you? Um, probably like a, like a six. I podcast a lot. I feel like we can be entertaining for a brief time, even if we have nothing going on. What we if, have things going on. What if I told you I just burped? Uh, then it's fine. Whatever. People are going to get raw, unadulterated. I can't Burps. edit it out because we're, we're <laughs> on the same track. Um, I'm recording this with like a local recorder and I'm still trying to figure out the audio level. So if this sounds like a little peaky or a little quiet or whatever, um... It's just going to be, we're, it's going to be touch and go until I figure it out. Thanks everyone for your patience. There's also an air conditioner going. I don't think that's going to pick up. Not air conditioning, but uh, the heat. heater. Yeah. I don't think that's going to pick up. Okay, good. It shouldn't. If your computer turned on, it might pick up, but mostly it's just going to be our voices. This is great podcasting. Yeah. No. I yeah. already feel pretty good. All right. What have you been up to this week, Destiny? This week, I... I had therapy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, we don't have Goobzone anymore, so... Yeah, no, Goobzone was my mental health podcast. How's your mental health? It's all right. Okay. Uh, you know, switched my meds around, making sure I'm, you know, trying to stay positive in this negative world. Mad posy. Mad posy. I hate that. <laughs> um... Messing around on the guitar. You're learning guitar. How's that going? You know, I would almost say not well, but I actually I'm I'm on the three chord education. Yeah, you're doing it all by yourself, so you're doing all right. You don't even play every day, so you're fine. I like to give a shout out to the uh, Guitar Academy on YouTube. Is that what it's called, the Guitar Academy? Let me look it up. I'm okay. not actually. All right, well, I'll just uh, vamp. Uh, you know, I've just been getting this podcast set up. Um, hopefully, by the time this episode goes live on Wednesday, iTunes will be set up. It's in submission, um, episode zero and everything. But you know how iTunes is. Like, when I launched Novel Not New, I had to, like, resubmit twice before they, like, actually accepted. I don't understand why. Nothing changed. They just needed twice. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> G-C-H <laughs> Guitar Academy. Okay. Little British folks on okay. uh youtube.com yeah i could i could vamp forever i've done these before you're very professional um you know i uh, i don't quite make a living doing it but i do all right you, i get some yeah, pocket money yeah patreon.com Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> you can keep me and destiny fed oh yeah we love eating we yeah. love it yeah we are into it oh you know what else we uh did this week yeah what we do we finished Season six of DS. No, season we five. season five. Don't of, say season six. Yeah, sorry, sorry. We finished season five of Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. The first time you said deep, like it hit my brain weird and bounced off, like it wasn't a real word. I was like, deep. Is that really what it's called? Deep. <laughs> uh, something about the P. You hit it really hard, and my brain couldn't hear the word. That's strange. Yeah, You're well. very strange. Uh, I'm liking it so far. This is my first time watching the show. Uh, and who's your fave? Who's your fave Deep Space Nine character? Right now? Yeah. Kira Norris. Okay. I think she's like really, really tough and really funny and she doesn't brook any bullshit and she's a good haircut. She Her... doesn't Avery Brooks any bullshit. 
<laughs> Good job. Um, she is like a resistance fighter and a diplomat and a she's a lot of things. I like I like her a lot. Yeah, she's really cool. She's my favorite. Okay. And, and then my second favorite is probably Jake Sisko because he's just this bummy kid uh, trying to become a writer in this weird situation that he's in. Who's your least favorite? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't like Kai Wynn. Nah, regular characters. Oh, um... I have mixed feelings on Bashir. Okay. It's not that he's my least favorite, because I actually like everyone. Okay. I just have mixed feelings on him. And Quark, like, they're like the most... Quark is really awful, but he's like funny, so you accept a lot of his awfulness. Uh But really, he's like this evil capitalist pig. I mean, his his people are evil capitalists. That's like their whole deal. And that's just not what I stand for. Well, yeah, no, I understand. And then Bashir, I actually really like him, but I just, I don't know, I don't do well with arrogant characters. I don't feel like he's, like, arrogant much anymore. He's been mm-hmm. put in his place so many times. I suppose. Remember when he was hitting on everyone, talking about frontier medicine? Oh, well, I mean, that, that goes into my choice. Okay. The, the, the old Bashir. We can't discount mm-hmm. okay. seasons one and two. All right, fair enough. What about you? I mean, look, I'm watching this again, so I don't know spoilers, I guess. No, it's not. So my favorite character is probably Kira, for a lot of the reasons you said, and reasons besides that we'll get to. Um, my my feelings on Kira are, like, complicated by the books. If you listen to Second oh. Avenger's Log, me and Jackson talk about DS9, post-DS9 books, where these characters continue on, and uh, there's interesting stuff. Um, what? I'm laughing because... We're not even five minutes into this, and I think you've plugged your Patreon oh, and two the, the other Patreon shows plug on your was podcast a joke, was a joke, but this is real because it's relevant, because I'm not going to talk about spoilers here, but if you want DS9 spoilers, we have an entire podcast about that. I'm just directing people to where they can get the entertainment. That's all. I do this a lot. So you're um, like the traffic director of um, promotion. My least favorite is probably Odo. I think Odo sucks. Really? I've, I've always thought Odo sucks. Aw, I like Odo. I, like, he's, like, clearly set up to be the data of this show or the Spock or whatever. Kind of like he's the... Ta- like, he's always... He's, like, the point of view character of, like, oh, humans are weird in these ways. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to relate to them and become more like them. Uh, that part's boring. I think the changeling stuff is boring. Uh, I like the part where he's, like, a weird cop who has to reckon with that when all his friends are, like, anti-fascists. Um, <laughs> and that's the only part of Odo I actually like. Uh, we're at a part in the show right now, I mean, mild spoilers, I guess, where him and Kira are like flirting with a will they, won't they, and that stuff's terrible. Um, it all sucks. Uh, I, I just, I've never been super into Odo. That's okay. He's kind of sequestered away from a lot of the other storylines, though, usually. So, because usually it's like the Cisco storyline, the Quark storyline, and then there's an Odo storyline somewhere. I want to just say again for the record, I like everyone. Mm-hmm. I just, it's it's hard to pick a least favorite. Oh, sure. I'm not saying Odo's like Harry Kim or anything. Like, oh, I, yeah, no. Oh, or Tom Paris. Yeah, or Tom oh. Paris, yes. We're watching Voyager, too. Um, we're not really watching Voyager. I would not call us watching Voyager. We've seen a lot of Voyager. We've seen, like, 11 episodes of Voyager. That's a lot of TV. It's seven seasons. So? <laughs> okay. Um, What else have you been up to this week? Uh... Not much. I just, uh, I've been kind of under the weather, so you have. I haven't been really feeling like doing a whole lot. Uh, like I said, podcast prep takes up a bunch of time, and that's that's really it, honestly. I work too much and listen to too many podcasts. 
It's my whole life. That's my whole life. What podcasts are we listening to? Do we want to plug other people's podcasts? Oh, no, it'll O-P-P? take forever. It'll take Just forever. name one that you've been loving lately. Uh, listen to the Shrieking Shack. Shack. Shrieking Shack. Uh, just look at it. Um, God, they have a Twitter account. Um, let me pull it up. I'll be up this time. Yeah. Jackson, I'm sorry I said I didn't like Bashir. I like Bashir. I just don't love Bashir. You know who does love Bashir? Chief O'Brien. Yes. I'm sorry if we're talking about Star Trek so much, non-Star Trek people, but it's it's really the center of our relationship. Um, so it is at Shriekcast, at Shriekcast on Twitter. It'll give you a link to where the website is. Um, and it is a Harry Potter read-through remembrance podcast. It's very funny. Uh, it's by people who at one point grew up with Harry Potter, but are now like annoyed mostly at it and jk rowling (laughs) and the culture around it and they read like two chapters of the book every week and then they talk about like uh documentaries from the era of these books that coming out about like jk rowling's life or her old website before pottermore that was seemed crazy um her her most awful tweets stuff like just like harry potter ephemera that's really interesting and good i like it a lot it's a monday podcast too which i feel like is a rare day for good shows so i'm always down for like a good monday cast cool for me i'm gonna go with one song only which only has one episode out as far as this uh, like as of this recording but it's essentially three friends going through the kanye west best song bracket which mm. was developed oh a couple of years ago i can't remember the name of the person we'll put it do we have show notes uh you know we do have show notes all right i'll put it in the show notes but there was this bracket of kanye west songs uh for march madness so it's in that march madness style uh the twitter is at one song pod yes and uh their names are Austin Alley and Art. Mm-hmm. Those are the hosts. Yeah. You might know them from Friends at the Table, which is a podcast M likes. I said that like, oh, it's gross. No, uh, it's it's a good podcast. Everybody listen to Friends at the Table. I don't because I'm bad at podcasts with stories that aren't true crime. Anyway, one song only has gotten us into this like deep Kanye West hole. Like we'll sit there and like look at his lyrics and talk to each other about Kanye West in a way that we only ever really talk about Star Trek. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I, it's not that I couldn't do this about anything. We just never comes up. <laughs> yeah. He's and this is kind up. of my like first time approaching a lot of, especially early Kanye stuff. So it's been interesting to like go through and do close reads on. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. It also uh, shows how awful Spotify is because there's a lot of Jay-Z they don't have. And you really need to listen to Jay-Z if you're listening to Kanye West. Is that a is that a is that a Spotify problem or a Jay Z problem? I think that's a Spotify problem. They don't have any Jay Z. Yeah, but that's because he went and made his own streaming service. Oh, you know what? But he's allowed to do that. Yeah, no. I mean, Spotify's <laughs> evil. Like, let's yeah, straight so up. Let's, but, let's be real. But uh, you can find all Jay Z's work on YouTube, which is where I've been listening to it slowly. Or you can just pay for it. You could do that too. <laughs> I'm poor, so I look at it on YouTube. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Zine Fest? Yeah, that's kind of the, what the crux of this episode is going to be. So, uh, do you want to tell people what it is and what we, what we did? We did this on Saturday, which is when we're recording. We did it earlier today. Omaha Zine Fest is this really cool festival convention of zinesters and workshops and tutorials that is held once a year. It's like every spring. I think this is the fourth one. 
Okay. I'm actually not sure if it's the fourth or fifth one, but uh, it's been going strong for a few years now. And every year it gets bigger and better. And we went today, or, you know, Saturday. And, uh, oh my gosh, you guys, I bought so many zines. <laughs> I bought a lot of little notebooks and stickers and buttons and, um, hmm, I don't want to shout out anybody in particular. You haven't read stuff yet. I've read a couple of things, oh, okay. actually. Yeah, I read Kat Morrow's Mood Zine, which is just a bunch of faces that go with different moods. Mm -hmm. The best one being, I think Taylor Swift should call it a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she should. She should. We, I, I showed Dusty that uh, Earth, Wind, Earth September cover from Earth, Wind, and Fire um, last night, and she was very upset for, with me for showing that to her. It was the most soulless, upsetting, white-like sounding thing. I don't understand why she thought like making it sound extra, extra white would have been better. Like, how do you look at that song and be like, you know what this needs? Like pop, soft country. It's a celebratory song, and she makes it sound like. The kind of thing you'd expect in, like, a wicker basket store. <laughs> yes. Yes. What kind of zines did you buy? So, me being me, I walked around. I didn't talk to anybody because I was too nervous to I talk to people. I talked to everyone there. Yeah, so Destiny goes around and talks. She stops at every table, asks them about their zines, has a conversation, very personable. Uh, it's, it's remarkable because I sure as hell can't do this. So, I walked into a room, did a quick lap around, Hoped nobody would talk to me because some of the people at the tables are friendly also and it's a horrible disaster. Um, <laughs> felt really guilty about like, I didn't want to approach a table because then someone would want to talk to me and then I'd feel bad about not buying their zines if they were bad. So I mostly looked at them from afar and then maybe looked at one or two of them on like in any given room, looked at one or two tables and then I had to go sit down for 10 minutes because it was too much people. Um, uh, I have I have social anxiety. Look, it's a whole thing. Every People should understand. Um uh, but because of that, I didn't actually buy that many things, except I came across this one table that had a bunch of like books and stuff. And so I went to a zine fest and bought fucking books. That's who I am. I hey. guess I'm like the ridiculous asshole who's doing that. Books are for sale. It doesn't make you an asshole. They had books. Yes. You bought so the wares of the zine fest. I got a book about, um, about early like typography and printing in America, uh, that I have not gone through yet, but seemed interesting. A book about the history of... Uh, mid-century pre-Roe uh, v. Wade abortion providers in Chicago. And I got a notebook, uh, like just a blank like notebook you can write in, where the covers were the front of a 12-pack of Apricot LaCroix, which is my LaCroix of choice. <laughs> my I know, I know the LaCroix internet, of LaCroix. Uh, <laughs> the, the whole internet's got this whole fucking like, boner on hating on LaCroix. And they're wrong. It's delicious. I love it. I drink it. We drink it every day. Y'all need to like, I understand if you're like, oh, I, I need like, sh like, I need caffeine or whatever. But uh, I don't drink sugar. I try not to. So I drink like diet sodas. Uh, LaCroix is fine because it doesn't have a sweetener in it. It's, you know, low calorie trying to live healthily. It is. It's better for you than a bunch of aspartame or bullshit. It's expensive as far as sparkling waters go. Because we buy all the canned sparkling waters. But we only buy it when it's on sale. I mean, I bought LaCroix today and it was not on sale. We're bougie. <laughs> and I'm sorry. If if $4 of LaCroix every week makes me bougie, then bougie I am, I guess. I don't drink coffee. I like <laughs> I'm going to live my life. Live your life, darling. Uh, what zines did I get? I got a zine about wrestling called Blood Hole. I got a zine of the Zodiac. A couple of those. Tell me about that, like, weird, that, like, big poster of, like, moon phases you got. I got a 
moon phase calendar for 2018 okay. that someone local made. Hmm. Um, and it was just, nice. It was like laminated and shit. Yeah, there's stamps of every moon phase. It's really beautiful. It's got this like nifty snake. Oh, I got this um, <laughs> Ursula K. Le Guin primer. I got a book about gender and color, like how people use color to enforce gender binary and how that's stupid. A book comparing Trump to Hitler uh, in, through, the, through the lens of being failed artists, because apparently Trump was like a failed theater performer or All like right. a playwright or something i had this no idea is, this is just hashtag resistance twitter i feel like oh. you just got a zine of hashtag resistance twitter don't insult uh, <laughs> this person will not if, hey look if you made this i'm sure you're cool but uh i you know i block this shit on twitter every day um i don't know i thought it was fascinating uh what drives gentrification gentrification in omaha zine yeah. written by the co-written by the housing committee of uh the Democratic Socialists of America branch of Omaha, possibly Lincoln. The Le Guin zine was from the DSA also, or the DSA people. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Like they're like, here's some a bunch of local issues and Medicare for all. And you know what? I felt like making a nurse like Le Guin, but I don't think it represents the DSA. I'm pretty no. sure there's it, it's uh, copyright William Johnson. I feel like Omaha <laughs> in general has kind of a like small DSA presence. It's a pretty new charter and everything like. Oh, yeah, no, uh, they just got, like, official. They just became official, like, last year. Um, what else did I get? I got a bunch of freezings from the Nebraska Left Coalition about the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. And I got a cool uh, button that is embroidered Alanis Morissette lyrics. I'm broke, but I'm happy. And then this really cute painted egg button. And a couple of blank notebooks. No more notebooks. You have a whole collection of notebooks. I only got them because they're small and they, they can are fit small. in my purse. They're nice. That they're... handmade one is really nice. Oh yeah, no, they're both handmade. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't see the second one then. I guess right, I'll show it to you. It's a sketchbook. Oh okay. Yeah, it said uh, the little sign said "Make your own damn zine," mm. which someday I I've made zines before, but like, uh, <laughs> I'll use the hoity-toity term. Very small batches of zines. I made a zine about... I made a zine of one-liners when I started comedy that probably three people own. And I did a zine about all my favorite shit in high school with my two high school best friends when we were like 17. And I there was an essay about why we hated Avril Lavigne. There was a comic... There was a whole thing worshipping Daniel Johns from Silverchair. I don't know who that is. I don't know what Silverchair is. He's the lead is. singer. It's an Australian band. Would I hate them? Yeah, you don't like rock music. I mean, I like some. I, this is like the thread that keeps us together is you like some rock music. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't like any, we probably would break up. Mm, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving him the serious eye like, yeah, we're, we're, this is a very delicate thread. Mostly kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but Zine Fest was really great. There was, uh, yummy vegan hot dogs. Yeah, there's a, uh, like, vegan hot dog food truck that goes around and does stuff called, it's just Fomaha hot dogs, right? Fomaha dogs? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you are a former vegan. Yes. I am omnivorous in the extreme. I didn't stop becoming vegan uh, to give fuel to anti-vegans. I just am very lazy and 
It's, it's way cheaper to eat vegetarian. Holy shit. And veganism, you know what? You could probably, like, I'm not going to say you can't eat cheap and vegan. Yeah, but you got to cook a but lot. But you got to really be dedicated, and I just don't have it in me. And mm-hmm. it's really shitty because I agree with all the reasons for being vegan. I just I mean, can't in becoming hang. vegetarian, you made this house more vegetarian. And thus, all together, we eat meat less than when you just didn't eat meat. I mean, you don't eat meat now, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I don't eat meat now. I haven't had meat since I was 16, probably. 16 or 17. Um, That's true. You and your uh, sibling don't eat meat like you used to. Mm. You're like cooking vegetarian dinners most yes. of the time. It's real nice. Yeah. But uh, they have they have good hot, they have good hot dogs. Vegan hot dogs taste kind of weird. I feel like just across the board. Um, I mean, it's not like meat hot dogs taste good. Like let's be real, unless you're <laughs> getting like a sausage or a brat or something. Hot dogs are just kind of trash. Like it's just a platform of protein on which to put good toppings. Um, but these ones, you know, they're they're good vegan hot dogs. But vegan hot dogs all have like a slightly like. Like they're just, they, there's something very like fake about them, and that's for even what like. What does that hot. mean? It's something. It's like it's like uh, it's like if you like compressed baby food into like a sausage shape. That doesn't make them sound good or appealing. They taste that's, like. But that's like what the texture is like to me. Something yeah. like that was very like pureed, then put into the shape of a tube. Isn't that a hot dog though? Yeah. With meats. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there's a more there's more of a uniform uh, texture to hot dogs typically. Vegan hot dogs are kind of smushy. I also I also spring for like the kosher beef hot dogs when I get hot dogs. So mm. bougie, like you said, you're so bougie. Yeah. Um. There was also a really cool Filipino food stand with, that had lumpias and pancit. Yeah, I got lumpia. They were good. Oh my god! Like. I didn't have any because I was waiting for the hot dogs, but like, woo, Filipino food is bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we stood out in the snow and got hot dogs. It was great. It was snowing yeah. today, kind of. I hate weather. Do we have to talk about weather? Well, I mean, it was 80 degrees yesterday and it's 30 degrees today, so we're all going to die. And Welcome. that's Welcome to the Midwest. Oh, uh, yeah. The Midwest, and, like, during climate change, yes, yeah. where we just get... It's not like everything's hot all the time. It's just we get hit by winter storms for the entire year, apparently. Oh, don't. Oh, It's going to snow on 4th of July. We have to change the subject. I'm <laughs> very upset. I hate weather. What else have we been doing? What have you been doing? We watched movies last night. We did. We, we've been doing, like, a movie night for, um... Like, so... I used to watch a bunch of movies. You used to watch a bunch of movies. And then we got busy with life and we just stopped watching movies. I kind of burnt out on films. It's hilarious how much movie going is a part of, like, us. Used to be. Don't say it like that. We, just, we don't go to the movies much anymore. We're poor. We got a bottle at LaCroix. Shit. We still, <laughs> we still go... We watch movies without going to the movies. Yes, that's true. It's a big part of it. So we've tried to do movie nights because it allows us to like sit down, get through some movies, enjoy our evening, have like a structured like quote unquote date night because on for Saturdays we're doing shit like recording this podcast or cleaning or going grocery shopping. <laughs> um, so it's been nice. So we both we each pick a movie every uh, week. I guess we'll probably just talk about them every week. You picked, uh, what'd you pick? 1970 Jacques Demi Donkey Skin. Yeah. Uh, Donkey Skin is a telling of a fairy tale from the folklore. 
<laughs> and it's about a princess. It's essentially Cinderella if Cinderella had to wear a dead donkey. But also, like, she starts as a princess and her dad wants to get with her because he's like, I need the most beautiful lady in all the land and it's my daughter. Shit. What do I do? <laughs> but he's like, not shit. What do I do about it? He's like, all right, she's beautiful. Let's do it. Why doesn't she want me? Well, at first he's like, mm, I'm going to have to check with my, like, astrologer if this is a good idea. So he climbs up the tallest tower. He's like, should dads, like, get with their daughters? And he's like, I don't know. She's pretty, right? And he's like, yeah, I guess. Well, then go ahead. He also says, if I had a daughter, I'd marry her. Yeah. And then... Uh, she gets all confused, and then her fairy godmother sends her away, essentially, for her own protection. Mm -hmm. And then this prince becomes obsessed with her, and it paves the way for this hilarious Cinderella situation where... Are y'all familiar with the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella? I don't know what this is. It was a 70s... I mean, I don't know what year it came out, but, like, the movie adaptation was in the 70s. And then they remade it with Brandy and Whitney Houston in uh, the 90s. Mm. But it's um, a really great adaptation of Cinderella. But anyway, there's, like, a whole sequence of all the women trying on the shoes. And that has, like, its own little song and stuff. The mo there's a montage of that. But in this movie, there's a montage of women being forced to try on this ring. And it's kind of comical because, like, there's old ladies and little girls and... Just, like, one of the unemployed women was named Glum Shoes. <laughs> and it was, like, way too long of a sequence. It was great. I don't know. It's a kid's movie, but it had incest in, and uh, nudity and... I don't know if it called a kid's movie, per se. I'm pretty sure it's, it was marketed at children. It's just a movie for people. <laughs> it's like uh, La Bella La Bette. Like, that's, like, a movie that you could show to a kid, but it's, a, it's oh, like, yeah. art for the ages. Yeah, no, I would show a kid this movie, but I would show, like, a nine-year-old. And sure. I and I would just be like, it's kind of weird, but you'll like it. Okay. Uh, it's very colorful. It is incredibly colorful. We lucked out and picked two colorful movies. I was talking to uh, Jackson uh, this morning, I think, about... Uh, it really sucks that movies all become color-graded messes now because every movie looks bland and the same, and movies used to be better. I hate that that's true because I don't like to be the person who's like, X was better before. Movies were better before they all became like teal and orange like bullshit fests. 30 Helens agree. Movies mm. were better before. Yeah, I hate it. Everything is orange and teal, or it's beige. And... You know. Every movie looks like the same movie, but, like, these older movies... Okay, we watched Legally Blonde. Yeah, that's I picked Legally Blonde, because uh, I'm trying to uh, get caught up on the girl culture that I missed. Oh, is that why you picked it? I mean, that's part of the reason. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. I have a whole list of movies for you, then. Yeah, okay. You've already seen The Craft. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched The Craft a bunch of times. The Craft does not hold up. That's my take. Nancy was right. What? Oh, yeah. That's that's yeah. the reason why the craft doesn't I mean, hold up. I mean, like you should see the craft, like, but understand that it was written by men, directed by men, and the last third is like a bunch of bullshit. Um, but it's a good time. Before oh yeah, that. it's a good time. Like every kid that saw that dabbled in witchcraft when I in my I day. I did not. I saw it as a kid and I loved it. I saw it at age eleven, and by twelve, I was already like, "Lad is a fellowship of the board." Okay. <laughs> Let you me were get my, spookier than me. My colored candles. As I tell everyone, I was a teenage cop. It was a different story. <laughs> it it was everyone I knew, mm -hmm. and some kids grew up into witches, and some didn't. But that's what that movie did. Um, Legally Blonde is a very cute movie. With a lot of dated gay jokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 2001 was a hell of a time. I, it feels like it's like not that long ago. So I'm, like, I'm like, 2001, what's like a notable 2001 movie? And the answer is The Fast and the Furious, obviously. 
which is like the like hard masculine alternative to Legally Blonde. But they're basically kind of the same movie. Um, they're not. But uh, they're both <laughs> like time capsules in beautiful ways. Uh, they are. It's really interesting because you look at Legally Blonde, you see like a post-clueless movie where it's all about the fashion and like the colors and this like insular girlhood dial. Like everyone has like a dialect that they use because they're like girl teens in, like talking to each other and stuff. And Clueless is clearly, clearly written and directed by a woman compared to this movie because holy shit. Yeah. Uh, it does not hold a candle, but it's still a pretty good time. Um, it's weird because like I feel like really like i'm going to do everything power of positivity like small blonde women are exactly who i think would be good in law school uh in yeah. 2018 but they play it like it's the craziest thing anyone's ever seen Which that a blonde is, girl's going to law school it's hilarious even like when that came out in 2001 i was about what 15 16 i'm 16 yeah probably. and i thought that like i was like that's the kind of girl i would make fun of i'm not seeing this movie mm. and now i'm like oh she's great yeah, it was yeah. nice. It was, like, pleasant. But the plot hinges on, like, this really obvious and stupid gay joke. And you're like, man, culture has changed. Like, we always sit here and be like, eh, it's, it's like we're just circling the same conversations over and over again. Nothing changes. Some things have changed. Some things have changed. This people, is true. People stop throwing around the R word unless you're in really awful circles. That's true. There was that. There was an R word in yeah. the... And like not even like a it was, like, it was just a normal thing this lady said and she's meant to be like a nice lady or whatever. Um... And then it's just the time. Like if you go if you go back before 2010, it's everywhere. Just yeah, everywhere. it's really really strange. Um, it's a word I never said. Oh, I totally had went through mm. the period of expunging it from my language. I think it's just because I have cerebral palsy, so yeah. it just always seemed really mm, fucked up. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, not to be like mm, smug, I wanted to s try to think of more girl canon movies for you. Okay, unless you already have a list. Um, no, I kind of just play it by ear. Ooh, let's brainstorm. Have oh, you seen Jawbreaker? Right yeah. No. Jawbreaker. Is that a Greg Rocky movie? No. Okay. Don't say it like that. <laughs> Greg Rocky is great. But Destiny's on some bullshit about like Greg Rocky and John Rolin, and I feel like every time she suggests me, she subjects me to movies by either of them. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not. The I don't last Greg Rocky movie we watched, you loved it. I loved like a half of it. So you didn't like Splendor? Which one's Splendor? The one with the threesome. Oh, you know what? That movie was actually really good. Yeah. The one before that was the one I was thinking of. Are you talking about Kaboom? Yes. Kaboom is great. I liked half of Kaboom. It's no Doom Generation. I have not seen Doom Generation. That's okay. We're not talking about that right okay. now. Also, like, putting them in, Jean Roland in the same camp is weird. Jean Roland was this <laughs> French uh, exploitation movie director, and Gregor Rocky was part of the 1990s, like, queer new wave. Very, very different thing. I feel like the way you talk about them feels like the same way a lot of the time. Huh, yeah. that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate? Oh, you just like trashy gay art stuff, which I is like not bad. Trashy it's gay good, art. yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It's just like that's your predilection, and you like, John, like, I like the Greg Rocky more than John Merlin, let's be real. John Merlin is a bad director. <laughs> not gay, but very trashy. Yes. But um, the movies have like an air of lesbianism in them. Oh, yeah, but that's because he's a per. Yes, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, okay, Girl Cannon, Jawbreaker. Which mm -hmm. is essentially 90s Heathers. Okay. Um, you've seen Mean Girls. Yeah, Mean Girls. Uh, it, oh, podcast, go listen to Let's Watch Two Movies About Mean Girls. And uh, that's a really good read on that movie. I'm uh, interested to revisit it after listening to that because uh, there's a lot of fucked up shit in that movie that I don't remember because I haven't seen it in many years. Yeah, it's got that problem of just being from its time. Uh, it's being from Tina Fey. Or that too. Yeah. Um, 
We've seen Josie and the Pussycats. Yes, it's a great movie. I've seen Spice World like seven times. Spice World. Yeah. I love Clueless, one of my favorite movies. Have you seen Set It Off? No, I don't even know what that is. It's a bank heist movie with okay. Queen Latifah. All right. A I've bunch seen, of other I've seen Bring It On. Bring It On. Set It Off is different because okay. it's older women, but I feel like it kind of was a cult classic in my family. Okay. The name reminded me of Bring It On. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Bring It On. Set It Off. Mm-hmm. Jawbreaker. But I'm a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader. That's a yeah, classic. That's a good movie. The Incredibly True Adventures of Two Girls in Love. I have not seen that. If you were a, a baby lesbian in the 90s, which I wasn't. Uh, well, I mean. I was very, I was, I was like a very straight boy in the 90s. It was a mess. Yeah, I was going to say, I was probably, no. Near the end of the 90s, I figured out I wasn't straight, but... I was very confused about a lot of things. Like, I did not understand why I, like, my crushes about Sailor Moon were, why can't I be her? Aww. It was very complicated. But yeah, like, well, Sailor Moon is a part of the girl canon. Yes, for sure. There's a lot of shitty stuff in the girl canon. Well, though. yeah, but that's fine. Like, uh... There's a lot of shitty stuff in the boy canon. Oh, I know, but like, I feel like Full House counts... I watched a lot of Full House. I'm not going back to Full, Full House, Full House though. sucks. What is with y'all liking I'm not, Full House? I'm not going back to television, probably. I'm watching Buffy with you, and that's enough. We have Buffy, Gilmore and Girls. Buffy is already, like, a fucking trying time sometimes. Holy shit. That's yeah. for another episode. Yeah, we'll have to do a Buffy episode. When I'm done, we'll do a Buffy episode. You guys should uh, submit some uh, girl canon movies. Do you know the email address? movies for uh, the two of us to watch together. Podcasts. At abnormalmapping.com Podcast, I think Podcast? Yeah At abnormalmapping.com Yeah Yeah, give M some movies Because I'm having a I'm, All the movies I can think of are like witch movies Yeah Or uh, Which is fine, I guess But not exactly what I'm looking for here Teen girls being mean to each other Which I don't really think I want to watch I want to watch Ginger Snaps Ginger Snaps is great I haven't seen that one. Oh, I love it Um, yeah, so What's the What's the uh, fucking like teen bisexual pool threatening movie from the nineties. What's that one? We don't you know a wild I'm... thing. Mm, there's a different one. What's the one in that like genre? There's one everyone talks about. I'm so drawing a blank. Nah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, Campbell. Which one's she in? That's wild. Thing. Okay. People talk about that one or some other one that's like that. I'm just shaking my head. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we'll have to insist. That people send in recommendations because that's actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Specifically from like the eighties through the aughts, please. After that, I'm actually pretty good. Yeah, you just want stuff that you missed as a kid. Yeah, but you know, I I can do the research more or less. Cool. See what people are into. What are your movie? Every time I tell you to pick a movie for movie night, you you waffle. Do you want people suggest you things? What gaps do you have to fill? Oh, um. My goal in life is to always see every lesbian vampire movie. Mm, okay, but that's not for us. That's for you. <laughs> if you subject me to those on movie nights, I'm going to quit. <laughs> We're going to be broken up. This podcast will be over. <laughs> um, I love a good, like, scrappy underdog movie. We watched Rocky uh, yes. the week before this one. We are going through the Rocky films. So, in between... This, like, I'm doing this for me, catching up on, like, girl movies. We're watching Rocky movies, because Destiny's never seen a Rocky movie. I missed them. And uh, I want to watch Creed, and I want to watch it with Destiny. And so we got to go through all the Rockies before we get to Creed. You don't have to do that, but that's how we're going to do it. That's who I we are. I think that would be recommended. I'm sure a lot of people didn't, but that's who I am. That's okay. Mm-hmm. 
I don't really have a goal with our movie nights. I'm just picking okay. stuff I've always wanted to see and stuff that I've always wanted to show you. I cannot not turn things into projects, so. <laughs> I noticed. Yeah. I mean, it's also just, like, get some of the movies on our to-do list that are cluttering up my hard drive off of my hard drive. Thanks for telling the world that, uh... No, they are ripped legally from DVDs. 100%. Mm-hmm. Bonafide. Yep. <laughs> what next what next i don't know we've probably been going a long time do you want to give people something to check out for the pa- next week people aren't going to go watch these movies i'm sure what's a song you like right now oh that maybe one of those connie songs which one grabbed you which one's like man Kanye's fucking good i feel like it's not exciting for me to tell people what Kanye songs i like um, from from the last set we listened to oh no church in the wild Okay. What? <laughs> Nothing. See, I told you. Yeah, no, that's fair. I told you. I said, oh, mm. I'll say one and it's not going to be good enough. Mm. And you laughed at me. No, no. It, not that it's uh, I just have a hard time divorcing that from that trailer from Great Gatsby because that's what I oh, heard it. I saw it so weird. many times. I just know it. It's part of that. It's part of that. That movie's marketed on that song, basically. Oh, I guess so. It's I the just, first time I'd heard it. Honestly? I heard, I saw that trailer. That was when I was going to the movies well enough that I saw that movie, or movie trailer like 700 times. Uh, and so I just think about the great guy. I, I think of him driving the car. I never think of that movie. Yeah. But I didn't like that book. Uh, well, that's all right. I already forgot what we were doing. You're going to tell people something to like go do in the oh, next week. Yes. Give them some homework. Should check out, um, watch a Gregor Rocky movie. Okay. I I, I bet none of them are streaming is the problem. Oh. Because Netflix doesn't stream shit anymore. This is true. Well, you're going to have to be resourceful. Yeah. When my day, we found movies and we watched them. Make sure you find movies at the VPN. It's 2018. (laughs) Be safe out there. Yeah. Is that going to be your sign off every episode? No. Use a VPN, kids. <laughs> no, I guess it could be, but no. I think it's that's not. really funny. What I guess you... I guess we're done. I guess we're done. Oh, you you're not anything. assigning anything. No, one of us can assign every week. All right. I didn't know that was going to be a thing. So it wasn't. We're just we're just guard. playing this on the we're just doing it off the top of our heads. Uh, we didn't have a plan today. If you don't want to watch a Gregoraki movie, you should uh, play The Binding of Isaac. That's true. <laughs> we should probably save that for another episode. We could talk about we'll talk about for it an hour. next week. No, we'll do something else. We, no guarantees of what next week is going to be. Yeah, I don't want to. You know what? Just kick back, drink a Lacroix. Yeah. Read a zine. Get into Lacroix. That's my recommendation. You I take back LaCroix. the Gregorak movie. No, no, no. It's you should find a zine to read. There are so many places to buy zines. Yeah, you go to, uh, even if you don't have like a local place that has zines, you go to Gumroad or Itch.io and look through their comics sections. They'll have zines for you. Usually, a lot of them are paid what you want, but you could throw people a couple bucks. You can go to Quimby's Bookstore, which is a Chicago, uh, they have a, they're a Chicago based bookstore and their website has 11 billion zines that's where i used to buy mine when mm. i was like really into zine buying okay quimby's they're great that's cool i can't think of anybody else but like try to go local if you can i don't know omaha is kind of spoiled uh really yeah there's you can't swing a cat without hitting a zinester well fair enough <laughs> i wouldn't know i don't know anybody <laughs> But you know everyone. So I do. I do know everyone. I ran into like thirty people I knew at that friggin' 
Zinefest. And I missed people. So people saw my tweet and they were like, when are you going to be there? And I didn't see the tweet. And I could have met up with people. I know too many people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess that's it. You want to do plugs? Plug yourself. Okay. Human beings in a plug. What's a plug to a king? Um, mm. At Fridge Buzz Now on Twitter. At Fridge Buzz Now. At Occult.Camp. That's all I have going right now. Battling Girls is kind of on hiatus. So you can look up our old episodes on battlinggirls.com if you want. We have a Buffy episode. We have a lot of Buffy episodes. <laughs> and a lot of Jean Roland episodes. Uh, you should check out M. Oh, are you just tossing for me? Okay, you can yeah. find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. Uh, this podcast part of the Abnormal Mapping Network. Go to abnormalmapping.com to l- look at all the shows. I do a lot of podcasts. Um, you can support the network and all the shows we do at uh, patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. You get various things at various tiers. Even a dollar gets you a, a very cool Gundam podcast I do every week and helps support the show, and we appreciate it. Uh, you can find this podcast at your yourfavesoodnever.fyi. Uh, I think that's all the outro stuff I have. So let's get the hell out of here. Let's go. Uh, you can go eat some more popcorn. I'm going to play Bonnie of Isaac. It'll be great. Use a VPN. That's not going to be our outro. <laughs> Bye.